0: Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling, and dealing jet lion, limousine riding, podcast in all the land, it's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world, it's the Stream team. Gentlemen, welcome back once again to The Greatest. Fantasy Hockey Podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's The Stream Scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Alex Ovechkins or your Vladimir Tarasenko's here. No sorry, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The Stream Scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson. And we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League. AKA the Kakupful. Hopefully, everyone is coming off a win this week. Happy Halloween to everyone. And before we get into everything, I just want to take a quick minute to say shout out to Stream Scheme's own PJ Richards, who is now one year cancer free. Hopefully, everyone got a chance to listen to our preseason positional top 10 episodes. I know he helped me draft a much better team than I would have without him. So, hopefully, he helped you all learn something as well. So, congrats to our Chell captain. Jockstrap himself, P.J. Richards, and as I mentioned, it's Halloween today, and this week is certainly a spooky one when it comes to fantasy hockey. Brian Com mentioned it on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server about how weirdly few games there are this week, and we'll obviously get more into that. But he's not wrong. But never fear, regardless of the crappy schedules or whatever the case may be, we don't make excuses here at the Stream Scheme. We're still gonna have some amazing streamers for you this week, just like we have all season long. So far, but before we get into this week's picks We got to see how we did last week because not only do we got to see what we do with these guys going forward But more importantly, we're all about accountability here at the stream scheme Ricard Raquel, Ricky Racks got hurt in the second game of the week so typically I'd call this one a wash but there was another injury this week that we're going to end up calling a win so to even that out we'll be fair and call Raquel a loss this week and I think that is fair because it was later in the game when Raquel got hurt so it would have been hard for this pick to hit even if Raquel didn't get hurt but we can't be too mad at Ricky Racks injuries happen hopefully you were able to pick up a certain Ducks teammate if you stashed him in IR, but we'll get to that later. The Ducks still have a sneaky good schedule this week, so Raquel is certainly worth a spot in your IR, but if your IR is full or you don't have an IR, then you can definitely drop Raquel. (laughs) Dustin Brown also let us down, a rhyme definitely intended. And so, not a good start to the week so far. Dustin Brown has zero points in three games so far this week, although he does play today on Sunday. He did shoot a decent amount, but we're gonna need more than just that, Dusty. Should have followed our boy into the dark, Alexia Follow, but no. I'm the idiot because I picked the guy with top line and top power play, Dustin Brown! Oh, he really ground my gears this week, let me tell you what. But with all that said, uh, L.A. does have an interesting schedule next week. They have a bad schedule overall with just two games, but they do play on midweek off day games, Wednesday and Friday, rarely seen. So it depends on how your roster shakes out on those other days of the week. But I'd probably hold on to Brown if I can until after that Friday game. (coughs) Yes, Barry Kotkaniemi got one goal for us this week, but not much else. Although he does play today on Sunday, but I'm not expecting much from him. He just has bad vibes, you know? I just don't like Kotkaniemi's face. I just wanna punch it, you know? He needs to fix his face. And I'll tell you what, I don't think he knows how to play with good players. If I were to coach, I'd stick Kanyemi down there on the fourth line, see what he can do down there. But I don't know. After his game on Sunday, I am dropping Kanyemi faster than you can say offer sheet. <laughs> Andrew Mangiapani. it's like I told you guys, he's a man on a mission this year. Four goals in four games this week. Just a great stream. Thank you to everyone who shouted out to me about this pick. Always a good feeling whenever that happens. And as far as holding on to Mangiapane, he certainly may have come back down to earth in his last two games, but I'd still say hold on to Mangiapane for now. He skyrocketed all the way up to 60% rostered in Yahoo leagues from down there streamer territory obviously last week so that's way too high to drop him at this point try to sell high on mangiapani if you can but even if you can't i'd still hang on to him for at least one more week though to see if you could include him in a deal (laughs) Clayton Keller, just one goal in three games so far this week, but he does have a game in hand today on Sunday, so this one is still up in the air, but yeah, we might have to just avoid Coyote streamers for the rest of the year. They're just so bad. So bad. They only scored four goals in those three games that they've played so far this week. So at least Keller was in on one of those. So this will probably be a loss here, assuming that the Hurricanes are probably going to shut out the Coyotes today. But we'll see. Either way, you're safe to drop Clayton Keller after his game on Sunday. Noah Hannafin was having a good week for us with an assist and plenty of perifs on Monday and Tuesday, but then he went and got injured. I hate injury weeks, as we mentioned with Raquel. If we call Raquel a loss based on what he did before the injury, we'll call Hannafin a win here, barely. I'm not happy about it, but it's better than just calling both of them a wash. But yeah, hopefully you stashed Hannafin after Tuesday and were able to pick up someone else for the rest of the week. If you did that, you're happy with this streaming spot right here, but now you can drop Hannafin at this point. Shane Gostis Bear. Okay. There's no other way to put this. This one was just a straight up bad pick on my part. Hand up. You can't see it, but my hand's up right now. I totally pooped the bed here. What was I thinking about taking a defender who is fantasy dependent on points... That plays on the coyotes. It's kind of laughable now to look back at it, but there's nothing funny about Ghost Bear not producing for us. Well, it's a little funny. Perhaps it was very appropriate for the Ghost Bear to haunt us on Halloween, so, should have seen that one coming, maybe. <sighs> Esa Lindell had a great week for us, doing exactly what we hoped he could do. He had an assist to go along with a great floor of perifs, giving him a total of 14.25 cut points so far for the week during a Monday, Wednesday, Friday slate, so that's an easy win here for Lindell, and his stat lines throughout the season so far just continue to be elite. He's someone who I think should be rostered in most competitive leagues right now. He's rostered in just 23% of Yahoo leagues, so if he's still there in your league, I'd implore you to go pick up Essel Lindell. (laughs) Anthony Duclair, our dear friend and former streamer of the year, came through for us just like we thought he would, scoring four points and three goals in four games this week for an absolutely electric performance. The only problem now is that Florida has a bad schedule next week, playing on just Thursday and Saturday. But at least it does come on a week where there's a lot of teams with bad schedules so hopefully your opponent also has a decent amount of bad schedules as well because I would hold on to Anthony Duclair and I'd say hold on to Duclair as long as he is on that top line in Florida. (laughs) Troy Terry, our ludicrous streamer of the week was on a point streak last week when we picked him and guess what? a week later and he's still on a point streak three points and two goals in three games so far this week for anaheim and they still have a game in hand today on sunday as well you're definitely not dropping troy terry at this point i would try to sell high on him as well but i'd also be content just to hang on to troy terry because the ducks actually have a pretty good schedule this week playing on tuesday Friday, Sunday, which, yeah, believe it or not, is actually one of the better schedules this week. So, Troy Terry is only rostered in just 14% of leagues. So, hey, freaking pick him up if he's still there. <laughs> Overall, that's 5 for 10, which meets our 50% quota, but I'm not happy about it. It's always lame to grade weeks with injuries in them. Whether it's a win, a loss, or a wash, I always feel weird about it. So it is what it is. Hopefully some of these guys who play on Sunday show up and make me feel a little bit better about this past week. But we're on to the next week that is downright spooky, so we'll have to be on our A-game to come out alive. But enough pitter-patter, let's get at her. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week, starting with Monday, November 1st, 2021. On Monday, we have six clubs playing, 18 clubs playing on Tuesday, eight clubs playing on Wednesday, 18 clubs playing on Thursday, 10 clubs play on Friday, 24 clubs play on Saturday, and 10 clubs clubs playing on Sunday. The best schedule of the week goes to the Chicago Blackhawks who have the first Streamigami of the season! that don't know a streamagami is when a team plays four times in a week with all four of those games being on the slow days that week and while it doesn't have to necessarily be a monday wednesday friday sunday like the blackhawks have this week oftentimes that is indeed the case so the blackhawks have a streamagami but i'm not sure how many blackhawks streamers we will have this week because their team's kind of a mess right now but stay tuned to find out some other teams that have good schedules this week are the Detroit Red Wings, the Nashville Predators, the Ottawa Senators, and the Vegas Golden Knights. All of those teams play four times this week. Those are the only teams that play four times this week, including the Blackhawks, I should say. The Edmonton Oilers also have a good schedule with three off-day games this week, and the Anaheim Ducks, the St. Louis Blues, and the Vancouver Canucks all play three times and have two off day games in there the worst schedule of the week is a tie between the boston bruins the florida panthers and the pittsburgh penguins all who only play twice this week with both their games coming on busy days this week so get rid of any of those fringe players uh i'd probably cut guys like Grizzlick, riley coyle hornkvist uh probably Goudas as well, even though he's been great, Jeff Carter, Kapanen, and even Evan Rodriguez, just to name a few. Some other teams that have bad schedules this week are, well, pretty much every other team in the league that I haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, it's true. It's dang true. This week stinks. There's a slew of teams that play just twice, and then there's a bunch more teams that play three times, either on all of the busy days or two out of three games on busy days, so... Eh, we'll see. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. And I am the bad boy of fantasy hockey, so let's get ourselves to work. Without further ado, let's get to the picks of the week. For my top streamer forward pick of the week, well, this week I've actually got a twofer for you. My top two picks of the week are teammates Matt Duchesne and Mikael Granlund of the Nashville Predators. Now, I can certainly understand how these two guys are both in streamer territory. Surely no one was really targeting them in drafts. And while they've been serviceable this year with six points and five points in eight games for Granlund and Duchesne respectively... That's certainly not enough to warrant them, you know, to be flying off the waiver wire shelves, if you will, but on a terrible streaming week when Nashville is one of the few teams that not only plays four games this week, but they also have three off-day games this week, suddenly Granlin and Duchesne become streaming superstars. I fully expect to see their rostered percentage skyrocket come Monday, so get these guys while you can. Both Granlin and Duchesne are getting primo deploymento, getting on the top top line, top power play down there in Nashville, and both have actually been pretty hot lately. Grandlin has three points in his last two games, while Duchesne has four points in his last three games. Both of them are getting great minutes. The only true difference is that Duchesne puts up a lot more shots than Grandlin, so if I had my choice between the two, I would go Duchesne, but you can't go wrong either way here. But, as I mentioned, Nashville has probably the second best schedule of the week, so these guys are going to go fast, but right now, Duchesne is only 12% rostered, and Granlin is only 9% rostered in Yahoo Leagues, so if they are still available in your league, pick up Matt Duchesne and Mikael Granlin. My third forward streamer pick this week is Riley Smith of the Vegas Golden Knights. The Golden Knights are definitely a peculiar team right now. Their top fantasy player is Chandler Stevenson, and I am kicking myself for drafting stupid Tyler Johnson over him and guess what their second best fantasy player in Vegas is none other than Riley Smith and hey just for hits and giggles Nicholas Haig is their third best fantasy player and this is all in a couple points right now so yeah just a fun fact you can tell at parties there But yeah, Riley Smith with the injuries to Mark Stone and Pat Juretti, that old line of Marsha's show, Billy Carlson and Riley Smith has returned their old top line, top power play ways. And while I wouldn't say any of those guys have really taken advantage of the opportunity, at least Riley Smith does have two points in his last three games. He's shooting a ton and obviously getting a lot of ice time as well. And Vegas has won those last three games. And I think smith and vegas keep that ball rolling into this week vegas is one of the few teams that play four times this week and they get to play toronto ottawa montreal and detroit so i expect some goals to be had for vegas there and hopefully riley smith can get in on a decent amount of those he's only rostered in just 15 percent of yahoo leagues right now so pick up riley smith (laughs) My fourth offensive streamer pick this week is Connor Brown of the Ottawa Senators. I've got another little fun fact for you guys. I'm just full of them this week. Do you know which forward averages the most time on ice for the Senators this year? Well... I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious, but yeah, it's Connor Brown, who's averaged a whopping 21 minutes and 13 seconds of ice time a game so far this year. And he's not a defender. That's crazy. He's not even on the top line or top power play. That's even crazier. So why does he get so much ice time? I have no idea. Maybe someone, an Ottawa fan, can help me understand that. But it is indeed a thing. Even though Connor Brown gets mucho minutes, he doesn't really shoot block or even hit all that often the only thing it has translated into is decent point production as connor brown does have five points in seven games a respectable tally and that's all i'm pretty much banking on this week is that hey connor brown's a forward who plays a ton of minutes and he plays four times this week in a crappy streaming week so hopefully it's a good hit For us to bet on this week as a streamer, he's kind of on people's radars, but he's still only rostered in just 14% of leagues right now. So, hey, pick up Connor Brown. (laughs) My last regular forward streamer pick this week is Robbie Fabry of the Detroit Red Wings. If only the Red Wings ever had a good streaming week where they played in Canada the whole week. Robbie Fabry would easily be the top streaming pick of the week, but at least they play one game in Canada this week. And just in case you didn't know, Tyler Bertuzzi isn't vaccinated, so every time Detroit plays in Canada, Bertuzzi doesn't play, and Fabry gets to go on that top line in his place, which will be the case on Tuesday when they play in Montreal. But even the rest of the week is still a pretty good situation for Fabry as well. The Red Wings are one of the few teams that play four times this week, and when he's not on the top line, their second line of Zadina, Suter, and Fabry isn't all that bad either. Plus, Fabry shoots and he hits a decent amount. Plus, he's relatively hot, scoring two points in his last three games. He's only rostered in just 7% of Yahoo! Leagues. Eh, so pick up Robbie (laughs) Fabry. Moving on to defensive streamers, my top defensive pick of the week is Artem Zub of the Ottawa Senators. Not gonna lie to you guys, this is is probably the easiest pick of the week for me and hopefully that doesn't jinx him but ever since october 17th zub has scored at least 4.5 kickupful points in each of those five games since then he's also got four assists in his last five games as well and while i don't want to declare zub as a priffs beast quite yet he's certainly headed that way with just blocks alone as he has four blocks in each of his last four games, 16 blocks in his last four games. Plus Zub is getting ice time out of the wazoo playing over 24 minutes in each of the last three games. And people have started to take notice as Zub is now up to 10% rostered in Yahoo leagues that was up from just 2% last week and I'd expect for that trend to continue once that stream scheme bump occurs but if he's still there in your league when he not only has done everything that I just mentioned but the senators also have one of the best schedules of the week so if he's there in your league I strongly suggest you pick up Artem Zub. (laughs) My second defensive streamer pick this week is Evan Bouchard of the Edmonton Oilers. Now, I'm probably not the first time you've heard of Evan Bouchard. He was the flavor of the week a couple weeks ago when he had a couple big games. That earned him more playing time in Edmonton, but it hasn't translated into more production quite yet. With one assist in Bouchard's last three games with a pretty good floor for Periffs, Bouchard's not quite to the level where he's a season-long hold yet, Uh, but whenever the Oilers have a good schedule, Bouchard is a must-stream, and he is barely in streamer territory at 24% rostered in Yahoo Leagues right now, but if he's there, you have got to pick him up in a week where Edmonton plays on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so that's three off-day games this week, at which point you can either ditch him or hang on to him depending on, you know, how your roster looks like, how he played, all that fun stuff, so pick up Evan Bouchard. (coughs) My third defensive streamer pick this week is Braden McNabb of the Vegas Golden Knights. This pick, I'll admit, it's a little bit of a gamble, but let me tell you something. You ever tried to pick three defensive streamers on a bad streaming schedule week, huh? Get off my back. But uh, yeah, McNabb is generally pretty reliable for perifs that aren't shots. McNabb doesn't shoot at all, but he hits and blocks on a pretty consistent basis, so we're basically banking on that, plus maybe a stray assist or two this week. As I mentioned, Vegas does have one of the best schedules this week, so if Zub and Bouchard aren't available and you really need a defensive streamer, Maybe just think about playing with an open D spot this week. But if you really do want to fill that D spot with a streamer, then why not? He's only rostered in just 6% of leagues. So then you could pick up Braden McNabb. (laughs) For our shallow league streamer of the week, we've gotta have someone from the Chicago Blackhawks. It's Kirby Dock. Now I get it, Chicago may be one of the worst teams in the league. Well. Okay, they're not they're better than Arizona, but they're still one of the worst teams in the league. And their lines are in flux because they're dealing with COVID and whatnot. And so while Chicago's DUE is high as a team. I mean, Doc has no points in his last two games, so his DUE is pretty high himself. Now regardless of whether people like Kane come back, shouldn't impact Doc too much. As Doc has seen, he's been averaging about 19 minutes of ice time when even Kane is there. So I feel pretty good about this pick regardless of how Chicago's line shakes out this week. But before I finish talking about Chicago, I have to bring up our ludicrous streamer of the week. It's also a Chicago Blackhawk. It's Philip Kuryshev. That's right. Kirby Doc's line mate is also a streamer pick this week. Kurashev is actually hotter than Doc with two points in his last three games, but Kuryshev is much more at risk at being shifted around the lineup depending on if the Blackhawks get some players back this week or not. Kurashev saw his ice time reduced for a couple games and was even scratched one game, but with all the recent COVID stuff and whatnot, he's been back to seeing 15 minutes of ice time a game since then. Will it last? Who knows? All I do know is that Doc and Kurishov have a stream streamagame this week! <laughs> So why not ride with them? Doc is a shallow league streamer (laughs) at 35% rostered, and Kurashev is a ludicrous streamer at 0% rostered. So if you want some streamers with the best schedule of the week, pick up Kirby Doc and Philip (laughs) Kurashev. So there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, November 1st, 2021 are the following. Forward streamers, Mikhail Granlin, Matt Duchesne, Riley Smith, Connor Brown, and Robbie Fabry. Defensive streamers, Artem Zub, Evan Bouchard, and Brayden McNabb. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Kirby Doc, And our ludicrous streamer of the week is Philip Kurasho. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson patron discord server or on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. And if you could leave us a positive review on iTunes, I will love you for the rest of time and space. Thank you everyone for listening. And don't forget what the great Paul Coffey once said. The future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See ya!